Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I can God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The Simpsons. I just read a thing about The Simpsons. Oh? Read a story. Mm-hmm. That uh, yet again, because that show has been on TV for 30 plus years. Yeah, it's... It must be 35 years, something like that. It's up there. Yeah, 34, 35. I think it started in 89. Wow. Um, And so not everything has stood the test of time. A couple years ago, they had to kind of change how they do their voice acting. They had a lot of very, very white guys doing uh, characters who were not white. Yeah. People started to have problems with that, understandably, so they made a change. And now they've apparently made another change. I guess I see why some people were triggered by this, why this on paper appears to be a problem. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon, and they've been doing it for three decades, but uh, Homer's no longer going to strangle Bart. What? Apparently they revealed that in a new episode. When you were talking about this on the radio show this morning and you said an ongoing joke on the Simpson is going away. I thought you were talking about when Bart calls Moe's with a fake name. Oh, does he still do that? I don't. I don't think he does. They I should bring that back. That was a simpler, more innocent time. It sure was. Yeah, I haven't watched an episode of The Simpsons in ages, like a new episode, and I still think it's a good show. I just sort of fell out of the habit of watching it. That's a good point, though. Where do we draw the line? At I one know. point, they're cutting out the strangling. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they don't want him making prank phone calls because it might hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. Because Mo always had good responses. He sure did. I'm going to pull out your tongue and use it to paint my boat. I think that's one he said once. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, that's good. That's real good. I liked it a lot. Uh, do we have the clip of Homer choking Bart? Yeah, and even him explaining... About how this has been a long-running thing. Uh, You little... And that horrible act of child abuse became one of our most beloved running gags. Oh, they acknowledged it in the show. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, years ago. The Simpsons was on it way ahead of time. And uh, I'm going to miss it. I understand why some people might be like, ooh, that man choking that 10-year-old child. Yeah. That's a problem. But also, it's a cartoon. But you also, you have to remember that Homer is, uh, we all sit back every Sunday night and we laugh at a functioning alcoholic. He's, we're we're yeah. laughing at his alcoholism. He's a buffoon. Yes. He's not meant to be taken seriously. No. Oh, sometimes I worry about the future, man. Sometimes I worry. But in happier news, outside of The Simpsons changing, apparently there's a new kind of apple that we get to sample soon. Okay, the, but the name of the... <laughs> the name isn't good. No, the name is terrible. The name has been certainly tainted in the last few years. Again, yeah, it really, like, it used to mean something. It used to be like, oh, my God, it's beautiful. Yeah, now it's just, it makes me think of comment sections and, oh, boy. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, apparently some orchard in Ontario has started growing a brand new apple they're calling the Snowflake. Yeah. I wish I would have been invited to that meeting to say, uh, don't go with Snowflake. Yeah. We should be involved in naming apples and naming neighborhoods too. Both of those things. Yeah. We need to be in control. Yeah. We don't need any more whispering winds or something like that. Yeah. We don't need any more brand new neighborhoods with like some, the name of some majestic tree in it that doesn't exist in that neighborhood. Like Oakwood Estate. Oak comes to mind. <laughs> when was the last time you saw an oak tree anywhere near here? Nowhere near here. No, this is not oak tree. Uh, this is not an oak tree area where we live, but yet every neighborhood is whispering oak. Yeah. Seven oaks. Yeah, we need to name neighborhoods and apples because the snowflake just doesn't cut it for me. No. It might be a fine apple, but I'll be hard-pressed to buy them because of the name alone. But this is, you know, we are Apple experts, so where does it rank amongst the others? We need to know. It's got to be way better than a Macintosh, which is just like we've talked about many, many times before. Macintosh is a garbage apple. It's a low self-esteem apple, meaning you tell yourself it's a good, a good apple. It's because you feel bad about yourself. I think it was at Thanksgiving, my, for dessert, my grandmother had made a apple pie type thing. Yeah. And uh, she was talking about making it and that she used Macintosh apples for it. And I could feel my mom and my sister's eyes turn to me. Oh, no. I think they're aware of how you feel about the Macintosh. Where we rank the Macintosh. Yeah. To be fair, it was fine in a pie. See, and that's what a Macintosh apple is good for. They're not a Macintosh and a Granny Smith. Neither one of those is a solo artist. No. Those work best in a group environment. And by group environment, I mean inside a pie. <laughs> Yeah, nowhere else. Yeah. And then the Honeycrisp, for me, is way at the tippy top. I do enjoy an Ambrosia. Mm -hmm. I like a Gala. Yep. I love a Pink Lady. Uh, the Cosmic Crisp is a fine, fine apple as well. A lot of people brought up the Cosmic Crisp, so we need to know where the Snowflake lands. So uh, we don't have the Snowflake in Alberta yet, but if yep. anyone in Ontario has had one, we need to know where it ranks amongst the others. Can you please report your findings? Thank you. It'll be the most important thing you do today. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Hey, Bryce, mm -hmm. you ever driving along? That little oil light starts flashing on your dashboard? It's my nightmare. I don't know what to do. Well, you know what you do? If that thing comes on, drive immediately to Lube City. Will they answer all my questions? They will. But you know what? The one thing is you shouldn't wait until that light starts flashing. Yeah, that's a bad way to own a car. Yeah. You probably take care of that. Get uh, a little sticker that you put up in the corner of your windshield that tells you when it's time to go back to Lube City again. They give you those stickers. I know that because I have a Lube City sticker on my windshield. How right much now. did you pay for that Lube City sticker, Bryce? It came free with the service. What? How's Lube City making any money? This is crazy. Uh, Lube City, they got 27 locations in Alberta. You can find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. What has happened to us all as a people? It's like nobody has any boundaries anymore. No, nobody has any boundaries or personal space, yet uh, they'll complain about Simpsons stuff and all this other stuff. They have boundaries there, but when it comes to, I don't know, taking your lunch out of the fridge, nobody has any boundaries. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. This text came in a few minutes ago. Uh, it says, curious if you've ever talked about this on the radio. I ordered a package... And I think it was delivered to the wrong address. 
I always try to get any mail or packages to the right person. Do most people do this? What do people do when they get a package like that? Hmm. I think 95% of people will burn calories, go out of their way to return a package or some mail or a wallet. But then again, uh, it's been recently discovered that I might be naive. So... Last Christmas, the previous owners of our house, some family members sent them like a big Christmas package. Yeah. And yeah, we had to burn calories to track down the former owner, get it but picked you did. up. And my best girl did. Why Why can't you say you were a part of that? Why can't because you, I wasn't part of why it. Why can't you bring yourself to bring yourself into that fold? I don't know. It wasn't a two-person job. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably the main reason. Okay. We didn't need all hands on deck. For I just that thought one. maybe you were trying to be a bad boy. No, well, one person handled it. Okay. Although I do get some like letter mail. Yeah. For not even the previous owners, the owners before that, and that just goes right in the garbage. If it has been two, the keys have changed oh, two sets of hands. Your mail is garbage. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. Like especially if you look at it, and you go, I'm pretty sure this is probably junk mail, but. Somebody else said on the topic of packages, hey guys, my wife's mother came, stayed with our kids a couple of weekends ago so we could go to Calgary for a friend's wedding. When we got home, her mom had opened not one but two Amazon packages that arrived while we were gone. Is this normal? Uh, No. I think that's a crime, isn't it? (laughs) Opening mail is not yours. What the heck is going on there? That's Yikes. part of, there's a peculiar epidemic bubbling up in society today. And it's an epidemic of people without boundaries. And I think that your wife's mom might not have boundaries. I think so. Yeah. It's one thing to, you know, take the mail inside and put it on the table. Yeah. And another thing to just open it up and say, what is this? Was it anything embarrassing? Whoever, Ooh. I hope, <laughs> I hope it was not special creams or salves. Yeah. Stain proof underwear. Yeah, stuff that you bought off Amazon because you're too embarrassed to buy it in stores. Ew. Oh, God. Especially for, for special kissy times. That is That seems really weird to me. I don't know. Like, that's that's obnoxious. I don't know what your wife's mom is up to there. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's an epidemic of the boundaryless. People who stand too close. Somebody just said, and it's not just people who stand too close. This stems from a text we got a few minutes ago from somebody who they were away for the weekend and their wife's mom came and stayed with the kids. But while they were gone, the wife's mom opened a couple of Amazon packages that were delivered. What's that all about, huh? And then somebody texted in and said, my executive assistant got three weeks of HelloFresh sent to her apartment before whoever realized they were not getting it called HelloFresh. Seven seven meals a week for three weeks. That's 21 meals. Holy crap. And did your executive assistant just have three weeks of really, really good meals? Is that what you're saying saying here? Uh, Let's continue to discuss those people without boundaries behind their back. Or maybe they'll hear this and they'll get some boundaries. I don't know. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. I laughed at this because it's kind of gross, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just, I found out my boss was wearing my dress shoes at work when I wasn't there for two years. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> you just kick them under your desk and your boss comes along. 
Don't mind if I do. Well, those look pretty good. I'm going to take these out for a test run. It's just bizarre. And, and for some reason, it's even worse when it's a boss who did it. I know. Uh, this one. Good morning, lads. I had a phone call once from a co-worker saying, must be nice. They had intentionally opened my paycheck to see how much I was earning. Yikes. That uh, should get you a one-way ticket out the door, shouldn't it? It should, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. That is violating. Let me grab this one. Hi. Uh, I, uh... I'm not proud to admit this, but uh, even in this modern day and age, I get weirded out if someone asks to use my phone. Does that happen often, though? Doesn't everybody no, have a phone? It, it doesn't happen terribly often, and that's the thing, right? Like, it happens often enough that when someone asks me, it's like, hey, can I use your phone for a sec? I feel like a jerk, but my knee-jerk reaction is to be like, why, what's for? And, like, that's my response is, where is your phone? Because my phone is my phone. It almost feels to me like someone's asking if they can have, like, a look through my wallet or something. It's like, I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't know. Your phone is like your underwear drawer. I mean, get your own underwear drawer. He's right. It is kind of like, yeah, like, what do you need to go through my phone for? What are yeah. you doing? Or when you're showing someone a photo and they take your phone and you're yeah, like, um. And they start, <laughs> what is that? Yeah, look at the photo I showed you. Don't feel free to start swiping. That's weird. That is really I never strange. thought about that. Yeah. It is a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, do you see this one? It's another nail one. It said, in a meeting of around 10 people, someone pulled out their nail trimming kit, cut and filed their nails, putting the clippings on the boardroom table where they stayed until the end of the meeting. How distracting would that be? If you look over and someone else is just cutting their nails and piling everything up. Do people know that that's disgusting and they just, it's their flex, it's their power move. It's like, I don't need to play by your rules. Clip, clip, clip. The switch in your brain that says, Mm -hmm. ah, this is a perfect time and place for this behavior. Baffling to me. Uh, I have um, on my desk. I have a journal, like my desk here at the. Oh yeah, yeah. I told you about this, right? Yeah, this is pretty weird. So, I keep a journal. It just sits on my desk, and my wife bought me this because she thought that I would like the cover of it, and I do. But I haven't written a single word in that thing. It just sits there. The number of people that come in and pick it up and go, hey, what's this? And start flipping through. It's a journal. It's obvious by looking at it. But yet some people are just drawn to it like a moth to a flame, like boundaryless flame. What if you were writing your dreams and hopes and desires in there? You know what? I'm going to start writing some really, really personal things in there. And then I'll see how people handle that. Just write a bunch. And when I say a bunch, I mean... 50 to 75 pages of uh-huh. no work, no play makes Garner a dull boy. I'm going to do that immediately following the show today. Again and again and again. <laughs> the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. There seems to be an epidemic. Somebody called it an epidemic of audacity. And which, by the way, will be the name of my new progressive metal band. Okay. It's, epidemic of audacity. Yeah, it's going to be good. super technical. A lot of double kick drum. Probably going to play a seven-string guitar in that one. So, Epidemic of Audacity. Watch for us. Uh, This one came in a few minutes ago. My brother just started at a new place that has open showers in the change room. His first day, he walked in with the guy doing his orientation, showing him around. He met the old guy on his new crew and was introduced to him while he was doing the high school gym teacher towel floss. <laughs> the towel floss. Wow. Oh man, why would you do that? Why not just wait a few minutes till there are some pants on? Yeah. That should be a requirement if you're meeting a new employee. Uh, 
You so well wearing pants. And why be so comfortable being naked in front of your coworkers? Show some modesty. Just a little bit. Somebody else said, speaking of boundaries, I live in a condo. One of the older women on the condo board would constantly, and this is in quotes, weed my garden. But she was actually just pulling up my herb garden. Oh. She would leave the pile of weeds on top of my flowers to make sure I saw them. Last year, I had enough and got enough votes to be on the condo board and kicked her off after her being there for 20 years. I don't even like being on the condo board. I just wanted the ultimate petty revenge. Wow. Bravo. That is a level of petty I truly admire. But now you got to go to all those boring <laughs> meetings. Oh. To burn the calories, to join the condo board. To, Easily probably one of the most boring things you can do. To kick the old woman off that pulled your, your herbs. That's just spectacular. Well wow. done. That's a commitment to pettiness <laughs> that I think children should be taught in schools. Uh. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'm trying to decide that like this, I'm going to read you a text right now that's sort of about boundaries. It's kind of about cringe, though, too. It says, my work had a pizza lunch party thing for one of the departments. I don't work in that department, but I happened to be walking by the boardroom while they were in there having lunch. One of my coworkers shouted, Steve, come have some pizza. So I walked in and I reached for a piece when a guy I have never met barked out in front of everyone, you don't work in this department, get some boundaries. My face immediately turned bright red, but I already had my hand on the pizza, so I didn't know what to do. Yeah, that's a tricky one. No one wants a piece of pizza that somebody else has touched. Uh, So I left with the piece of pizza, and I could hear this guy beaking off about me. I'm still emotionally scarred by the whole thing and cringe every time I think about it. Am I boundaryless? Steve. Mm, No, I don't think so. If anything, it's the guy that yelled at you. That's the guy with the problem. I get secondhand cringe, though, just reading that text because I would I would handle it the exact same way that you did. I would turn beet red, and then I would go cry under my desk for the next quarter. That's brutal. Uh, Steve, you didn't do anything wrong. You were invited in by a friendly face, and then some other J.A. delivered an emotional haymaker. That's what happened there. And I guarantee that everyone else in that room thinks that guy's a dick. But yeah, the damage was done. I get it. You're listening to the Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The uh, weirdest compliment you've ever been paid. We were discussing that on the show yesterday. I know you put it up on our Facebook page. And then this delightful message came in from Cindy. Remember this one, Bryce Kelly? Oh boy, this is a doozy. I had one date with a guy. The next day he quote, had something to show me. I was a bit hesitant, but I met him for a coffee. Takes off his jacket and proudly shows me the new tattoo he got. It was me. He had it right down to my lipstick color and the outfit I had on the previous day. Is that a compliment? I mean, on one hand, you must have had it going on if the guy raced to a tattoo parlor to get that put down on his skin for the rest of his life. So, yeah. How did that guy think it was going to go, though? Yeah. That's where (laughs) the compliment kind of stops. And then we start entering uh, creep show territory. Yeah. Like, it's weird how there are some people out there that they are so kind of, I don't know, romantically tone deaf that they would not 
see that as being creepy at all. Well, like, girl wouldn't love this. Ooh. I wonder if he still has it. Yeah, or if he rolled up his other sleeve, if uh, there'd be a picture of another girl that he went out with. His whole arm. It's just a picture. His arm just looks like a fridge with a bunch of pictures pinned to it. His back is his high school sweetie. Ugh. Anyway, are you out there, tattoo guy? Do you still have that tattoo? I'd love to find out how that's working out for you. Yeah, what was the thought process on that one? Uh, Somebody else said a weird compliment I received was from a modeling interview. They told me that the big gap in my teeth is a new trend, thanks to Calvin Klein. Wow. That, uh... Uh, it was for a short period of time. I remember people like celebrating the huge gap in their front teeth. I don't that, mind it. That'll humble you real fast when yeah. you hear something like that. Somebody else said, last year I started a new job, and at my first holiday party, my assistant's partner introduced himself, followed by, wow, you really don't look like the kind of person who is into math. I'm not sure what accountants usually look like, so I'm not sure if this was a compliment or not. Wow. I mean... I think he means well. I think so. <laughs> a lot of weird compliments paid at the ultrasound clinic. Yeah, whether it's commenting on the size of people's organs <laughs> or, or lack of stretch marks or how, I don't know, symmetrical their uterus is. Yeah. Well, weird then, place for a compliment. There was this one too. After a hysterectomy, I was told my ovaries look like a million bucks. Ooh. I don't know if that's what you want to hear after a hysterectomy, but. Do you say thank you when your doctor says that to you? You say thank you, but with a question mark. Thank you? Thanks. It's the Guy Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Got this text. And it said, can confirm that guys will get a tattoo of you. My boyfriend in high school got my name, Pam, tattooed on his hand at a house party. We only dated for about a month. I have no idea whatever happened to him, but you would have to think he'd get that covered up or removed. That was 17 years ago. Pam. Yeah, for sure he got that covered up. Or he got it sanded off or something. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.